Beast High. Hello, folks. Welcome back to... Ooh, now it's 2021. Oh, boy. Welcome back to Wildcat Minute, where we talk about... Yeah, High School School Musical is a New Year's movie, as I've learned. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if you saw those lovely reminders on the first that was Happy New Year, Wildcat. Yes. Sorry, I interrupted you. Continue introducing the show. Okay. So this is Wildcat Minute, where we talk about High School Musical one minute at a time. I'm Condra. And I'm Tyler. And we're the amateur nerds. Almost got there. Yeah. Sorry. I Well, I knew there was some like front stuff that we had, but I, I should have let you introduce first, then have the front stuff in. It's fine. It, it's a work in progress. You know, we've only been podcasting for like two or three years. It's fine. And speaking of podcasting, today, this episode, we are talking about Minute 69, <laughs> which starts out with Troy saying he's not going to sing and ends with Taylor saying how you feel about us and even more important what's even more important i don't know we'll have to wait what's more important than us so we'll make that prediction at the end who what's more important than us than us as in the the academic decathlon people and taylor no i was talking about us oh i mean yeah i guess that too but i mean there are a lot more important things than us tyler let's be honest I don't know. In an egocentric way, I feel like I'm the most important person. Yeah, I know I'm not. So... (laughs) I don't know what that joke was. (laughs) That you have a big head and think highly of yourself? No, because you're clearly right. We're not the most important people. But I I, I was playing on the idea that everyone thinks that they're the most important person because you're only in your own brain. And by prefacing it with an with in an egocentric way anyway let's just talk about this what minute. if we're brains in jars though i mean i don't really here's the thing with um oh no we live in a simulation the the I, the, the assumption with we oh no we live in a simulation is always that like it's some sort of sinister matrix thing like our brains are jars and our bodies are being like used to harvest energy or something well i think the fun there's a different so what i was referring to is solipsism which it's not necessarily a negative or scary thing, but this general sense that the universe is larger in the same way, like, you know, at the end of Men in Black, when they open the door and they're, they're like a locker and an yeah. alien. Yeah. And that's not a sinister. That's Men in Black 2. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, that's not a sinister <laughs> thing. It's just a thing. And that's kind of what I was going for. Not like. Yeah. Yeah. My, my, my main go to on that is like something had to have happened to create the initial beginning of the universe tim mitchin has a line uh if you stumbled on upon a watch you'd assume it had a watchmaker so something must have happened in order to create the burst of energy that created the universe and in that way i just think it's something as simple as someone turned on a computer somewhere like they just pushed a button and it powered on and it ran a program and we're just whatever that program is just running that does like that doesn't mean it's bigger mm-hmm. or smaller than anything else. It's just someone in another plane of existence pushed a button that turned something on, and there's we're the small speck of code in that computer that's computing. That's very Hitchhiker's Guide to Guide to the Galaxy, Douglas Adams kind of where the Earth is a computer that is controlled by mice so they can study and understand the meaning of life. I, it's not quite that, but. <laughs> I'll take it as a compliment. (laughs) All right. Well, let's talk about this um, admission that's happening in. Uh, in Someone got into a college? No. 
an even more important admission an admission of wrongdoing. Oh, man. Well, that's not going to help you get into college. You got to cover up all your wrongdoings. Otherwise, they're not going to know you're not going to go to your school. Anyway. That's not true. Honestly, like when I do admission, like when I do admission interviews, I like want to know about times that were harder that they had to work through and that kind of stuff. Like that's important. Too. What's your what's your biggest regret? You ask in your admissions I don't interviews. Ask that. <laughs> that's too personal. <laughs> But you're right. Okay, Chad is saying we're wrong, uh, and we we hurt you, and we're sorry. And Zeke is giving guilty baked goods. Yeah. So the the minute starts with Troy finishing his sentence, like you're not going to hear me sing because I'm not going to audition because Gabriella won't even talk to me. And then he gets all choked up, and he's like, and I don't, I don't know even know why. why. <laughs> it's very cute. It is super cute, and especially I think just Zach Efron has some good acting here. Yeah, his eyes are tearing up, he looks but he's away. not, like, crying. Yeah, he looks away, like, forlornly. <laughs> yeah, it is. You're right. It's a good moment. And then Zeke, Bert, he pulls something out of his his he, lunchbox. You see him, like, going for something. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, you might want to eat these freshly baked baked goods that I made last night before you hear the bad news. And I like that. Yeah. I was going to ask, what do you think that baked good is? I don't know. It looks like it might have been like a bagel. That's what but I, I don't thought s- too. But, but you really don't get a good look at yeah, it. Yeah, because it also looks like there are two of them and a ba- it wouldn't make sense to then be a bagel if it was two things. But it has a whole- Yeah, but it's like squished in a plastic bag, like a sandwich bag. So it's not like a muffin or yeah, like a it, croissant. It could. like Yeah, it's definitely not like a puffy croissant, but it could be like yeah. a Danish or something, I guess. Yeah. That'd be super fancy if he like just casually made danishes. Mm-hmm. Those are hard. This involves lamination. Uh, and I like that. It's kind of like, um, you know, Robin Hood men in tights. Like, maybe if I tell you the bad news in a good way or trying to do something good so the person's in a good mood and then they hear bad news and try, like doesn't hurt them as badly. Yeah, it's like that. Tell me the good news first and then the bad news. Or a compliment yeah. sandwich. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not a compliment sandwich. Is that what it's called? Well, here's the thing with the the talking about sandwiches is always conflict conflicted because when you refer to a sandwich, you're referring to the thing in the middle of the sandwich, which is like the main ingredient. So if you eat a turkey sandwich, it's turkey with two things of bread around it. But sometimes when people like I'm sandwiched in between that one. No, that one works as you're in the middle. Yeah. Sometimes if like two parents hug their child, they'll be like, oh, it's a parent sandwich. It, but technically, no, it's the child sandwich with parent <laughs> bread. And so the thing, same thing goes. For, and this is this is common in the discourse. But the same thing goes for compliment sandwich. Like that would imply the compliment is in the middle with the two bad things on the outside. Really, it's the other way around. It's like a negative sandwich with compliments on the outside. OK, well, I'm going to still call it a compliment sandwich because that way people will no, know what I, I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. And they hot dogs, not a sandwich, though, anyway. We cut to Taylor. <laughs> yeah, we don't know necessarily what Chad is going to say. Um, it just cuts, which I think is something kind of yeah. weird. It breaks up this conversation that has been running for a good minute now. Well, it's it's the sort of thing where it's like you don't need to hear the them tell what's going on yeah. because it's a movie you show and not tell. Yeah. And we already saw what happened. Yeah. Unless we specifically wanted to see Troy's reaction, but we know how he's feeling about it. And we like we can figure out the context clues where he goes in the next scene, too. Yeah, and especially 
also because Chad was the one that concocted the plan and we heard Chad's version of the plan already that it makes sense to move on with Taylor's awful apology. It's not terrible. I think what gets me is at the end when she turns around and is like, we tried. That's in the next minute, but yes. my bad. Yes. Sorry. Wow. Sorry. Playing by the rules. Okay. Okay, Uh, I'll stop. But (laughs) in general, that's like the real reason for my saying kind of apology. Like, Yeah. Yeah. So Taylor goes, we were jerks. We were worse than jerks because we were mean jerks. What? What? Isn't embedded in jerk the implication that there's some meanness to it? Yeah, I I think sometimes someone is a jerk because they're just kind of antisocial and not really like engaging in something the the way that they're supposed to or expected to, and that kind of makes like someone feel like oh that person was a jerk was like oh no they just like didn't see you and so they didn't wave when you let them when you let them go by in their car or something like so that that might be a jerkish behavior but that's just a misunderstanding versus like jerkiness with a specific mean connotation Mm -hmm. is like oh they're doing this on purpose so i just looked up the definition of jerk too so the miriam webster definition is an annoyingly stupid or foolish person an unlikable person especially one who is cruel rude or small-minded um and then the verb definitions of a jerk okay so well, you can't always trust Merriam-Webster because they say that a hot dog is a sandwich. But in this case, <laughs> I believe you. <laughs> wow. What are the chances? That's to steal a bit from Judge John Hodgman. Well. Did you know, I listened to the Merriam-Webster podcast, by the way. It's called Word Matters. It's a very it. good podcast. Yeah. And did you know that dictionaries, well, the Merriam-Webster lists dictionary entries in chronological order. Mm-hmm. So the first dictionary entry is not the main one. It's the the one that has an earliest, like, defined definition. <laughs> I saw in your face the frustration <laughs> of that phrasing. <laughs> and later, later versions of the word, later meanings of the word will be listed later, even if the one we use most frequently is maybe the later one. We've talked about, like, that before on this here pod. I think it was referring to the word peachy. And how that's become a sar- <laughs> sarcastic word over time, but yeah. So I do like Taylor's look in this in this scene. Okay, let's talk about this too because this is my other thing. Um, she's got <laughs> a yellow kind of cardigan with something underneath it, and then a red and white Waldo striped s- uh, scarf. And it's not just a it's not just a scarf; it's a thin like tube scarf. And it is yeah. it is a look. It is a lot of clashing. She looks like it's McDonald's. Great. I love it. You love it? Yeah, I think it's really in her hair. It's like oh, the her perfect, hair is like, lovely. Oh, bounce. Oh, yeah. No, I love her hair. It's a lovely. She, I think Taylor's hair. It just has this lovely curl to it, and it's always styled very well. Where sometimes like yeah. Gabriella's hair or Sharpay's hair is very like messy. Sometimes, not to say like that it's a bad look or anything, but like I think especially actually Tisdale's like, qua- like the way they tussle. T- Tousel. Well, they all have they all have very different like styles of hair because Gabriella's got the long wavy hair. And she's often got Taylor's got the back. curly hair, and Sharpay's got like the straight blonde hair. Yeah, but uh, Sharpay has curly moments, and <laughs> she's got curly moments. I've got more of Larry moments. It's a Three, three Stooges, Stooges joke. joke. I don't know the 
I don't know the difference between their personalities. It's so Larry, Curly, and Mo, right? Yeah. Um, so Taylor's apologizing. We cut back to the uh, the other nerds behind her, and one of them's got a nice wrinkly shirt. I thought that was some good costuming. But was that one of the ones on the left? Yeah, it was the second to the left. Okay, because I was completely mesmerized by the first girl on the right from Taylor that had this like weird vest that had like lines in it that almost looked like it was like patched leather. It would would. I thought you were going to be more into the like the the goth looking one. No. Not in this moment. No. Wait, no, I no, think okay. it was that one. The I don't know. I don't know. But it almost looked like something out of a Renaissance Fair costume, and I was like... I just like how all the background characters in this movie like are really dressed like high schoolers. Yeah. <laughs> kind of dis- like disheveled and all over the place. And <laughs> I wonder, like, <laughs> the- for some of these extras, if they just got people that were local, it's like, just wear what you wear to school. Like, Maybe. But especially some like someone who's a more featured extra, like you're not just like in the background of a shot and you walk by, but you're like you're specifically acting even if you don't have lines. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. No, like they definitely got a little makeup and costuming. Yeah. And we've seen these people before, too. So, yeah. Yeah. So Taylor's apologizing and she's like, we just wanted to set Troy up because we knew Chad could get him to say things. And we wanted you to be on the Scholastic Decathlon team. And Gabriella's like. Troy said what he said. Like, no one made him say that. And that's a valid point. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, Gabrielle, you are correct there. They're both right, Yeah, they're I think, both right, definitely. Because you can be put into a situation and say things that you're like, well, in that context, like, that was what I should have said or needed to say. And, like, in a different context, I wouldn't have said it. And it's these sort of things that, like, we were, t- we were talking about it earlier, too, like, Troy said what he needed to say in the moment to get his team pumped up and on his side. And then he later realized that it betrayed his true feelings. Mm-hmm. And it's okay if even Troy said that said something he didn't mean and realized it later. Like sometimes the words that come out of your mouth don't reflect your internal thoughts. Yeah. And the multi the multiplicity of truths as well. So the multiplicity of truths. Sometimes we are both a computer program. That's rebooted for the whole universe and a computer program running so that mice can figure out what the meaning of life, the universe and everything is. Exactly. And we're brains in jars and we're matrix matrices. But Gabriella wants to shut all of this down and she's like, we're done. It's done. It's over. Like, move on. I'm on your team. That's it. And Taylor's pushing the point and she's like, no, not done. (laughs) This isn't okay. Like... She she's really trying to apologize, but it just sounds more like an explanation. Yeah, I mean, her next line that she's moving into is the strongest line. Um, she says, "Look, she says that the academic decathlon is whatever, but how you feel about us, and even more question mark." That's the line that's going to pull it through. We'll continue that in the next minute. But what's more important than than us? Let's be our end segment. Okay, All right, so we're wrapping up. Well, I just want to say too that's like a big character shift for Taylor because all we've seen her before is academic decathlon, academic decathlon, like focused school driven relationships are very secondary. She's always seen Gabriella as a tool ends to the means kind of thing. And Taylor was all about facts. Don't care about your feelings. And now all of a sudden feelings matter when feelings should have always nothing more than feelings. Is that what it says? Is that what every it even more? 
Is it your feelings matter? Um, well, well, it's how you feel about us and even more. How you feel. So it's already feeling. Okay. I, mean, I think it's how you feel about yourself. Yeah, that was what I meant to say. Yeah. Or how you feel about cafeteria lunches. Singing. <laughs> how you feel about Miss Darbus is more important. How you feel about East High, your high school experience. How you feel about your mom. How you feel okay. about an imaginary cat that you may or may not have. What? Is this a thing? No. I'm just making stuff <laughs> up How now. you feel about how to make a better boyfriend. How to build a better boyfriend. Sorry. Yeah. That would be funny. That would be very Princess Switch if they were like, so how'd you feel about that new movie, Cheetah Girls, that just came out a couple of years ago? Speaking of Princess Switch, it was pointed out to me recently that in the first Princess Switch movie, they watched The Christmas Prince. Yeah. And then in the second Princess Switch movie, the Princess... The Christmas Prince appears. Yes, Tyler, we talked about that. So what that. did they watch in the first they movie? They watched the, doc- the real-life documentary, <laughs> The Christmas Prince. <laughs> and it's her favorite Christmas movie exactly. is the, the real-life documentary. Exactly. <laughs> anyway. It's so wild that they just full pl- full product placement in the middle of their movie. Um, yeah, it would be like if we were to plug our things in the middle of our podcast. Well, plugging our own podcast in the middle of a podcast? Exactly. That would just be silly. Do you want to do it anyways? Yeah, where can people find us on the internet? They can find us on the Twitter at Amateur Nerds. Or me personally at Tyler Booty, T-Y-L-E-R-B-O-U-D-Y. You can send us an email to AmateurNerdsPresent at gmail.com. Yeah, send us an email with fan art that you drew of us. We love to see it. Oh my god, do we love yes. to see it. Shout out to my friend Jane who sent us some kicking it up. Gotta kick it uh, up. No, <laughs> gotta kick it up fan art, but not the real movie, the movie that we came it's up with. so good. <laughs> it's very good, and we'll be sure to post it online yes. so you guys can see yes. it. Also, rate, review, subscribe, all that good stuff. Tell a friend. Yes. Special thanks to our artist Theo Golden at T Golden Art on Instagram. And our musician Joe Winslow, whom you can find at joewinslowmusic.com. Condor, there's another thing. Recently, the Movies by Minute community held a little like internal awards. What? Thing. What? Yeah. And (laughs) why was I completely um, unaware? I I didn't I didn't really engage in it, but we happened to have been nominated in two categories. (laughs) Um, Best podcasting, best hosting duo. And best theme music. Yeah. Uh, we, we we received the least votes in every category, but we did receive about 15 votes in each category. I don't know how I did, this worked. I, don't know, I didn't know this was a thing, so I'm sorry to us for not, or our community for not voting. But it was an honor to be nominated yeah. nonetheless. And congratulations to Joe Winslow, who was nominated for his <laughs> score. Yes, a very special thank you to Joe. So yeah. Wow. I did not know that. That's super cool. Thank you for sharing that with me, Tyler. Oh, you're welcome for sharing. I've been Condra. And I've been Tyler. And we'll catch you next time for uh, uh, an (laughs) award-nominated episode (laughs) of Wildcat Minute. You can bet on it.